Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hello, the show, season four, mix number 33. 33. Larry Bird. Do you know that reference? No, you don't. You told me no, behind the scenes. No, I don't. You didn't know. <laughs> I know. I, it just went over my head, and I'm just like, 33, 33. that's the age. <laughs> that's the age I'm going to be this year. Sad. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't want Larry it. Bird, then. Larry Bird. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. This is the Halo Halo Show, where we talk about our age most of the time, mm-hmm. because <laughs> we're in our 30s. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, that's another podcast. That's Kara Erigel's podcast. Yeah. But this is the podcast where we talk about anything and anything. Anything what, and anything. What's the word? Tama, anything and everything. Anything, anything, anything and everything. Anything and everything. <laughs> anything and everything under the sun. But this week we're going to talk about specifically um, about fangirling. Fangirling, <laughs> yeah. Um, Mostly. We're TTs for today, our trending topics for today. The we are gonna start first. We're gonna start with the resort in Laguna in Pansol. Oh I know you love going to Pansol, right? Uh, and the, well, the only thing I, the only reason why I love going to Pansol is because I went to Los, uh, UP Los Baños, which yeah. is like twenty minutes away from Pansol, and that's where we usually do our parties and meetings and everything. And mm. it's just damn, that's just disturbing to see. Yeah, honestly, somebody partied video. a little too hard. Uh, apparently, some employees from a company had a little. Not the whole company, like it wasn't a sanctioned company thing. Like I think they just did their own thing, but they're all their apparently thing, part of yeah. the same group. And they rented this, I don't know if it's a resort or Airbnb or something. They rented a property and there's mm-hmm. a video of the the people who work at their resort and they, they shared yeah. like the aftermath and it's disgusting, bro. It's so Bro, whack. I could smell it from the screen. Ugh, it's whack. It's the worst, man. No, yeah. it's the worst. It's like something that don't like it's like something that adults don't do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, damn. Anyway. Yeah, so there's that. Next up. <laughs> next up, we have, uh, it's a little bit late news, but there is a little bit of an update on it as well uh, involving Beyonce, of all people. Uh, mm-hmm. Lizzo, we're going to talk about Lizzo because we didn't record a regular mix last week. But uh, we're going to talk about all the stuff that's going on with Lizzo. There's a lot of allegations being thrown her way by her former backup dancers now. And more dancers have come forward with more accusations. So we'll talk about Lizzo and uh, the actions that she supposedly did against her dancers right. and why these lawsuits are happening. And the last thing that Rika G kind of got, uh, she just, I just told her about it. But she did you watch the whole thing or what? I did. I did. It's, uh, it's a very uh, relatable for Rika and I because we also host. But there is an actress who, and YouTuber, her name is Christelle Fulgar. And she was set to host a fan meet for a uh, K-pop idol here in the Philippines. And then last minute, there was a last minute change on the day of the hosting. And she was replaced by another host. And we'll talk about why that 
probably happened and what happened. She she made a vlog about it, but it's been trending really hot on TikTok and yeah. on Facebook and on YouTube. So that's what we're going to discuss today. Uh, but of course, we do Where You Been, which is uh, where we talk about our lives. And Rika G starting this week. What is yes, new with I you, am. friend? Well, you know what? I watched Extraction 1 and 2 Oh, this you week. did? <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. It's very gory. It's something that I thought that I wasn't going to enjoy it because I don't really enjoy like punchy, punchy, like. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm such a man. I'll protect you type of movies. Uh, John but Wick, the punchy, punchy John Wick movies. Exactly. Exactly. Because, like, actually, when we were watching it, Ryan was was telling me that it's kind of like John Wick. But with John Wick, John Wick doesn't get, like, dirty at all. Like, nah. he doesn't get, like, scars or anything from all of the jumping around. Mm -hmm. But this is more realistic. And I feel like also this is more realistic like the storyline and how the characters reacted to um what's his name anyway Chris Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth. um Tyler Rake yeah yeah Tyler Rake how they reacted to um like the whole story cuz i was expecting i know this is a spoiler but i was expecting in the second movie that the the kid would be the one to pull the trigger oh the um, the one that he saved yeah, the the kid was going to be the one who pulled the trigger on his uncle. I thought that he was going to be like, no, I'm going to kill you. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> yeah. Because that's like very, for me, that's a little predictable. Mm. But I was shocked. I was like, wow, I feel like this is what a kid would actually, Dude. you know, like react in a situation like that. They would be really scared. They wouldn't be like, oh, no, I'm the hero now. Fuck that shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed both movies. Um, so I did watch I did watch something new this week, but I did watch another thing that, you know, I always rewatch every year, which is Friends, and I don't know why I do it. It's just, it's nice. Your show, man. Um, it's my show, man. Also, I bought, finally, I bought The Handmaid's Tale, the book. Um, oh. I, I did watch the first season of The Handmaid's Tale, um, the TV show. But yeah, I bought the book and, and it's just a different experience, I guess. I mean, to be honest, when I watched the TV show without having read the book yet, it just scratched a part of my brain that needed scratching. Mm. You know what I mean? Because there's just like a lot of things being said when there are no lines in the TV show. So, but at the same time, while reading the book, having watched the TV show, it also scratched a part of my brain because now I have visuals. Yeah. Like it's not like it's not hard for me to imagine because this is a world, a dystopian world. If you guys don't know The Handmaid's Tale, it's a dystopian world story universe where um, fertile females are being used to make babies, basically. <laughs> right. And it's very dark. It's very dark. But it's easier for me to read the book now having, you know, watched the TV show. So it may be the Elizabeth I mean, Moss, no? It's Elizabeth Moss. It is. It is. And I think she won... A bunch of awards, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, and, with uh, her performance. What's her name, isn't it? My crush from Chucks, Yvonne Strahovski. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. You know, that name suits her well. Oh, I feel like I that her. really is her name. You know <laughs> what I mean? 
Um, but a lot of big things happened this week, actually. Um, the past two weeks, I haven't been on, um, you know, like us recording and everything because I actually attended Ryan's brother's wedding, mm. which was amazing. Um, they did it in this old house slash hotel in the middle of Surrey, and it's just, it was amazing. It was like a chateau. Parang ganon. Wow. Yeah, it's like a hotel that you don't need dressing up. Because you know how hotels can be- become like industrial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alam mo yun, parang, it can become a little bit business like meeting. a hotel. A little too business Yeah, business. <laughs> yeah, a little too business. But this hotel, it's called Wotton House. W-O-T-T-O-N. If you guys search for it, like you will see... Um, like the vast field, they have like fountains in the garden, and it doesn't need dressing up, you know. That's it. Like that's the whole um venue. A very bri- um, very Bridgerton, <laughs> Bridgerton, very Bridgerton actually, <laughs> very Bridgerton. <laughs> looking at it um, now. which was which is really great for a wedding. Tbh, um, it was a fairy tale wedding, and then we actually went on a three day holiday to the Cotswolds. Um, if you guys don't know the Cotswolds, it's like a group of like like small towns, I guess. If I'm, oh if my I, god, if this I'm, looks like you know, Bruges and bro, it's like bro, it's something dream. else. Wow. My favorite part of the Cotswolds that we've been to was Burton on the Water, and I think it's called that because there's like this stream lang. and people actually go there to like swim and stuff. Like people go there in their swimsuit. Like they're at the beach, but they're at the stream. But dude, ang lamig ng tubig. Para siya nga, no? It I, looks I, like I, Amsterdam. Like, you know how people imagine Amsterdam? Like, that's what it looks like. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but you can dip in the water. And it was amazing. And they have, like, little houses. It kind of seems like parang nasa New Zealand. Because, mm. oh, sorry. That's my phone. That's my phone. Anyway. New Zealand. Parang nasa New Zealand. Because they have, like, little houses and, like, little coffee shops. And, like, you, you're, like, in Hobbit land, basically. Nice. Um, so what we did was when we were there, we got a very British thing again. We got fish and chips, and then we had a little picnic beside the stream. So I thought that was for me. It was so Gandan. magical. Did you take a lot of pictures? I bet you took a I lot did. of pictures. There, I did. I did. I I actually went in the water with my jeans, but obviously finold green jeans go. But still, I was like, it was something that I can't. Like, not do. Like, I have to do it. Because the water is just there and I want to connect with the earth. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Dip your sand, tr- uh, your toes I in know. the sand. The tree, the hugging, in tree hugging Rika. <laughs> tree hugging Rika actually comes out when nature is just so evident. Right. And when nature is just so there and taken care of. It, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we went to the Cotswolds and that was really nice. And after the whole holiday, because we went on like a two-week holiday, you know, right? mom was here and we were with family and stuff after that you know you get the vacation blues we all get it and I felt it and it's just something that you kind of have to deal with after vacation do you get vacation blues yeah uh, yeah and that's how you know you had a good vacation right like if you're not not yearning to go back uh, if you're Mm -hmm. you're not yearning to go back home then your vacation sucks right exactly all right sorry if you're not yearning yeah, exactly. To go so, back yeah, to the yeah, vacation, tama, tama. right? No, no, no. If you're not yearning to go back to your normal <laughs> life, that means that your yeah, vacation yeah. was really good because exactly. you enjoyed it. So that's that's normal. Like, 
you just want to escape, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but also another big thing, this is my last thing. Another big thing that happened to me this week, I actually did a shadow, sh- uh, what do you call that? Like I shadowed internship. Yeah, basically for one day. Uh, I went to this production, like podcast production company called Chatterbox Audio. It's two hours away from me, but since they gave me an opportunity to shadow produce an audio producer and actually see what they do Mm. and actually tell me, you know, like tell me stuff that I need to do for the office and stuff. It was just something that I can't um like decline so i went there it was a two-hour train ride which is honestly for me at this point it's not even a big thing a two-hour train ride <laughs> it's not even a big thing for me anymore that's qc um, to ano pasay exactly exactly <laughs> para naisip ko lang para ka lang na-stuck sa traffic from pasig to makati really so um <laughs> uh so yeah i went to this uh podcast production company they do podcasts actually they have a really good podcast that i r- recommend truly 100% and i'm not kidding you i think you're going to enjoy it it's called from now um it's i think it's on uh, apple apple <laughs> it's on apple podcast <laughs> and it's about this it's a fictional like drama podcast and it's about this uh, what do you call this like a spacecraft that was that went out into space 35 years ago and then it went back thinking that you know the people in there are dead but it went back to earth and they're still alive and they're still the same age so it's kind of like manifest remember that tv show yeah is it yeah wait is it this one that i'm seeing on spotify yes it's uss the one hopes Richard, yes, Ma- the one with Richard Madden. Richard Madden, oh, okay, exactly. Okay. Richard Madden. Yeah, so he voiced it, and I feel like it's it's kind of like um, an old podcast that they are that they did before. Mm-hmm. But right now, what they do in this company is they produce a lot of audiobooks. So that's what they taught me when I shadow produced there, and I did my one day internship. Um, they read. Uh, I mean, they did a lot of recording for. Um, audiobooks. So there is this one audiobook recording that I sat in and it was amazing. Dude, the voice actor did all of the voices in the book. And the book was about, the book was just like a fantasy, parang War of the Worlds mm. X Game of Thrones. Parang ganun. Pero isa yung mga characters actor, isa voice actor. Isa lang yung actor. And Damn. he did all of the actors and he did multiple accents. Wow. Like, <laughs> it was amazing to see in front of me. And I actually, hindi ko na kinaya. After nga lumabas, after the voice actor went out of the recording room, I was like, dude, that was amazing. <laughs> like, hindi ko, ma- hindi ko mapigilan to say na parang, dude, that's something that not a lot of people do, bro. As in, Nagmedyo nag-onting fangirl ako because it was just amazing to see because he does female voices, he does old man voices, accents, teenagers, everything. And it's just him. Wow. And he's like a normal person talking to you. Bro, ang galing. And then I asked how he does it because obviously, obviously if you're just reading a book, that's going to be um, hard. It's gonna be difficult. If it's just yung parang book form, apparently he has his own like document, like a PDF document that he highlights, like per character. Um, he highlights it in a different color, which prompts his brain to like change his accent and change his voice and everything. Mm-hmm. But still, it's hard, and yeah. it's also more work because you would have to read the whole book before recording. 
ah, for you yeah. to actually do. You know what I mean? Kasi hina-highlight niya per character eh. And he needs to know their like motivation and, and he, stuff. Yes, right? he needs like to know. Story. Actually, he gets sent like a document that has like notes from the editor and notes from the writer mm. that says that, oh, please make this like, you know, sad or make this more angry or something like that. Mm. And yeah, and as the producer on the other side, you're going to be the one kind of like looking at the recording and also looking at the script because if they misread something, if they misread something, you would have to say, oh, can we record that again? And then you'd have to like put in notes for the editor because there's another person who's editing the whole audio recording. Yeah. So it's a whole thing. And it's I think it's a thing. I think it's a job that if you're not into audio it's something that you would think that it might be mundane or might be like, oh, people actually do this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, like they have a different ear, the the producers who listen who listen to the recording. They have a different ear because sometimes ako, I miss I miss lines and I miss like noises and stuff like that. And they don't. Like naririnig nila na, oh, wait, we have to do that again. Or, oh, wait, we kind of heard you gulp. Ganon. Right. And and it's like a specialized type of job. Yeah, mga I audio like. engineer. I mean, I, I I take it that the producers have like some background in audio engineering. Those guys' ears and guys and girls' ears are like next level. Yeah, it's something else. Like they it's they, something they, else. they will hear the mind like the minutia behind your inflections. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Did you mm-hmm. ever do that thing when and when you were still here? Yung si MJ di ba nagbibigay siya ng mga racket dito? Ma e no. book. You, I never. I, I talked about it here. That. Remember? Do you remember? I did a. Se- I did a sex book. <laughs> yes. And I yes. did. I did different voices, <laughs> dude. It was so hard to just do two characters, man. And I couldn't even do a girl voice convincingly. But it. But they were able to, like, take like the audio engineer of that of that project was able mm-hmm. to make me sound more like they were able to do some stuff like post prod. It was yeah. really impressive. Yeah. Like they are. They're so good. Like my audio quality wasn't that great, but they were able to fix it. Because I did from home, and it's it's hard, deba, like changing characters on the spot, mm-hmm. like right there, right then and there. It's different, yeah. So man. it's just it's different. It's a different type of job. And actually, I talked to the guy who was voicing all of those different characters. He was like, "It's such a crazy way of like making money, right?" Yeah, because <laughs> he would actually voice a lot of like games. And like fantasy books. So that's his specialty, which I feel like he nailed it, honestly. Yeah. So that's the job that I actually want to have here in the UK. And that's actually one of the things that I studied for and everything. So um, I, I actually emailed the person that I shadow produced, that I actually um, followed around the office that day. Mm-hmm. And I had to like... This is so strange for me because this is the first time that I'm doing it. But I had to tell her that basically I'm available and if you need some help, like basically I'm spreading myself like butter. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Like, bro, just give me a job, man. (laughs) Um, But yeah, he was she was really nice. Her name is Lydia and shout out to you. Hi, Lydia. Thank you for being so nice. And I... I want to say that's it. I'm going to end right there. Finn. 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 All right, man. Uh, my week is not as uh, eventful as yours. Uh, I mostly, but it's been two weeks. So I remember the the thing that after we recorded last week, like the next day, I had a hosting. Did we? Did I talk about that where I met like Eric Eruption Thai and I hosted for- I, I saw it on your Instagram yeah, stories. Yeah, dude. So I hosted, yeah. like it was like a gaming themed event. It was this, the launch of uh, SM CyberZone Cyber Month. 
And basically, they were just uh, there's like a bunch of game related stuff. Ian Mercado is there, who's also a she's a famous uh, game streamer here in the Philippines. So I got to meet them, dude. I just want to say Eric Corruption. He's like he's so big, man. <laughs> he's such oh, a yeah. big guy. I met guy. him. I met him before too, diba? and he's so nice. Yeah, he's super nice. He's so and nice. Ng katawan nga. He didn't even oh, dance yeah, the ting sure. the ting ting dance. It was yeah. just, but he did like the movement, and it's just so weird to see that 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 movement from this gargantuan like really ripped buff <laughs> guy. Uh, so that was pretty he cool, man. That was wow. pretty cool. Hey, remember I told you like on Reddit, I was able to buy like cheap subscriptions. I've been collecting yeah. them like Infinity Stones, bro. I, I finally got <laughs> a- a- Apple TV, man, for 70 pesos. And if wow. and just to all the Legend fans out there, uh, the guy is sharing it because he's like on a family plan. He has two more slots. As far as I remember, he has two more slots. So message me if you want to get in on the 70 peso deal. Maybe you want in, Rika G. G cash love, I want, I want a Disney Plus, actually. Disney Plus 100 pesos lang for me. So uh, okay, okay, let okay. me know. I can hook, I got the hookup, bro. Uh, so on, on t- Apple TV, I was like, okay, I'm going to watch a show, a binge watch show, because uh, I already watched Ted Lasso. So I, I looked, their number one show right now is called Hijack with, uh, okay. with my beautiful man Idris Elba. And it's Ooh. about uh, it's about uh, a plane getting hijacked, and he's like a corporate negotiator guy. And so he talks to the you know he's trying to you know negotiate with a terrorist. And that show for the first four or five out of the seven episodes was really really good, like so so good. I thought like this is next level like tension and and great acting and believable to an extent. And then the last three episodes or two episodes were just not good. It was so frustrating to watch. So I don't know. Like, I would recommend it just as because it's really it's entertaining nonetheless. Like, even if you get to the last few episodes and you get frustrated by some of the actions of the characters, it's still really entertaining. I just I feel like sayang she because it was so good. The first four or five episodes, I didn't know what was going to happen next. And all the passengers that, you know, all the key characters and the terrorists uh, that were on there, like the acting was really well done. So I don't know. It's still number one on Apple TV. I, I would give it a go if you have nothing better to watch. And it is entertaining. <laughs> like, it is pretty entertaining. Like, okay, okay. I don't regret watching it. I just wish that there. it makes me wondering if the writer strike like happened during episode five. Oh, yeah. I, I don't really know. But uh, sayang, sayang. Uh, but other than that, man, on Disney Plus, speaking of Disney Plus, they have a lot of the old, like, cartoons on there. Like, a lot of old cartoons. And I don't know if Indisha uso dito, but did you ever uh, hear of the, the TV show Gargoyles, the, the cartoon? I, I heard of it, yeah. Yeah, so I've been binge-watching Gargoyles because I used to watch that as a kid. And the X-Men animated series. Dude, they have all the episodes, man. So I've just been watching Gargoyles like a, like a kid every morning. I'm just watching, like, t- Four or five episodes. <laughs> it's really good, man. So Gargoyles, and I think it aged really well. The X-Men animated series, the animation is not that great, uh, but it's still a good show. Um, other do you remember than that, that X-Men? Do you remember that like X-Men tangent movie that I don't know if it really came out? Um, but it's like a horror-themed X-Men movie. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, did the it one... actually come out? Because I remember it, like I remember the trailer coming out during like lockdown, and I don't know if natuloy. I haven't actually. I don't actually remember the, the yeah, title. Yeah, I think movie. you're talking about the new the new mutants. The new the new yeah. mutants one. It did come out. It did come out. It was okay. not good. 
<laughs> it was it not was good. good? Cuz yeah. I thought the trailer was like intriguing. I wanted to see it just because of the trailer. It was like a horror X-Men type of thing. Yeah, you know? it looked interesting, uh but when I watched it, like it, they did go I mean I respect them for trying to go down like the a different route, but it was mm-hmm. not executed well. Like I remember watching it like mm-hmm. man, this could have been so much more. But it was it was, it was all hype. Yeah, it was all it, it was, was all it was all padding. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and at that point, I think they'd already given up on the X Men like franchise again. Like I don't know what they're gonna do with it with the MCU. All I know is Wolverine's gonna be in Deadpool three, right? So I don't know how that's gonna work out. Hugh Jackman is back as Wolverine. Uh, but yeah, so X Men. Uh, what else did I do, man? Literally, I've been doing a lot of voiceover work, bro. I guess what's been keeping I I got a lot. Oh, we gotta talk about that later on in our break. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but I, I've been doing a bunch, bro. Like literally I've been glued to the computer and just just voicing, voice and voice. And but not like that guy who did the audiobook. I really when I you know, when you really said that story about the guy doing the voices, I remember how frustrating it was to switch between characters, man. It's hard. It's difficult. It's hard. Because it's difficult. You're you're like you're reading in one because like, my characters were just a guy and a girl pretty much. Most of the time it's a guy and a girl. And they were like from Texas or something. So, you know, stupid me, I I my I my first voice like I you have to stick with it, right? For the whole like whatever 40 chapters. So I mm-hmm. like I can do a Texas voice, man, you know? Like, <laughs> welcome, my name is Dallas. Because you can do it for maybe a couple of lines. Yeah, for a couple of then... lines. And then I was like, oh my God, I forgot I have to do this for the rest of the book. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like it's it's completely different from, let's say, doing a voiceover for, because I also got voiceover, like legit voiceover work for for commercials, for cl- for uh, close-up, like the, the toothpaste. And that's easy, yeah. right? Well, for not easy, but like, you know, you're just reading like, you know, amazing, fresh breath. But then when you're talking about characters, it's like it's it's different. It's really acting, which I'm not good at. So much respect to that voiceover actor, man. Um, What else, bro? Nothing new with me, man. Just hustling. Although next month it's going to be crazy. Like, you know, you got me excited when you were talking about going to what's it what watford watford what's good watton 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 because i'm gonna be in europe for uh like two weeks oh wow yeah with my mom what the hell yeah thank you to my mother (laughs) (laughs) dude my mom and i are gonna go to europe next month and there's a whole itinerary imagine overwhelming itinerary I, so it's I just really, going to be you and your mom? No, she actually is part of uh, an old people group, you know, like uh, <laughs> just her, her old people friends. I think and now, I think and now you're part of it. Yeah, I man. I think it's high school or college. No, high school. Yeah, they're like reunion. And I'm just happy to tag along. But I, I know we're going to like four or five different countries. I, it's going to be crazy. So I just don't know which ones, but I'm excited, bro. And yeah, Finn, man. Shall we wapow to our first titi? Let's go. Okay, let's talk about this one. Okay, I'm going to take this because I feel like I've been to Pansol many, many times mm-hmm. and I've seen very various resorts and uh, I have been the customer um, at many points. But here is the story about this one. Okay, so there were employees from Sempil Shift C Company and they... Um, 
they rented a resort in Pansol, Laguna. And if you guys don't know Pansol, it is a place, it is a, a town in Laguna where it's just lines and lines and villages and villages of resorts. Basically, there are just, sometimes there are just one village, there's just one village that's just full of resorts. Nobody lives there. People just rent it as, you know, for vacation. Mm-hmm. But they did rent it. And the next, I guess, the the time that they checked out, the person looking after the resort looked over the property and basically it was trashed, yeah. like to the bone. Mm-hmm. You can see the water dispenser in the pool. You can see the on the grill. <laughs> Tables and chairs in the pool, the grill in the pool. There's just pieces of food in the pool. And I feel like the pool is the biggest thing because it's something that you have to drain. You have to replace the water and then you have to treat it again. It's like a big thing. And I feel like that's one of the, like, the biggest na parang, um, gastos when mm-hmm. it comes to replacing it. And then you can see like fish floor. You can see like barf in the, the sink. Basically, you can smell it through the screen. Was that a rat I don't, that they showed at the end? Like a dead rat? No, I think it's a... F- no, it's a fish. It's a fish. Na, okay. grilled fish. Ah, yes. Yeah, yeah, so it's dagay. grilled fish. Ako din eh, yeah. I thought. Right. And then, basically, um, I'm not sure if this is the owner taking the video or just a, a staff member also. But they were not happy, dude. Yeah. And I feel like that's just that's just like the reaction if you see it. E- even I even I reacted that way. Just looking at all of the all of the videos and and here's the thing, cause like Ika, what what did you think of it and what were your thoughts looking eh, at the ka- video? Kadire, bro. Like it's really disgusting. Kadire, like, just from the first shot, cause in like CR. Yeah. Dude, I, I mean, I get like maybe throwing up and then yeah, like but And then they're like, cleaning it up. Or, right? Yeah, yeah. But let's say they just threw up in the sink and they didn't but they the whole bathroom is gross. Like there's not I don't know. If I throw up, right, I I will clean it up. But if I forgot to, th- like, let's say I forgot to clean it up, the rest of the bathroom wouldn't be that disgusting. Like, it would just be yeah. the one spot that I threw up. But they, it looks like they shit all over the floor for whatever reason. Ew. It oh was my gosh. Nasty. I don't even want to. But I mean, you Here's saw, the you thing. Saw Here's it, the thing. Because. Here's the thing, because um, like I said, I did go to UPLB and we would go to Pansol most of the times, like for our meetings and parties and everything. And most of the time, you don't really have any paper to sign. It's not like Booking.com or Airbnb that you have like a paper trail um, or like a, a a document that you have to sign. Mm. Usually, that only happens when you rent a resort that's like thirty thousand pesos and up. Mm. But usually, because resorts are like what one thousand pesos, and and the caretakers would just take the money and then they would just give you the rules. Usually, it's unspoken that you don't fucking trash the place. <laughs> You because see the CCTV then? The CCTV because we're footage? all adults. I didn't actually see the CCTV. Oh man! Huh. Uh, so there's they showed the CCTV after the fact. And okay. these guys, the, I mean, you don't know what state of mind they're in. I mean, it's not an excuse, but it, uh-huh. it, it, it's so weird to watch them. They they look like wild like animals, bro. Like they're just oh they they're literally taking the effort to look for stuff to throw into the pool. It's so Why? bizarre. It's so it's bizarre. bizarre. Yeah. yeah, that is bizarre. Because you would think you would think that you wouldn't do that because you would have to pay for it. If mm-hmm. you wreck the place, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it seemed like they didn't care. Because, like I said, 
wala usually and hopefully meron sila but usually wala talagang paper trail mm-hmm. like you would just give the money and you would just you know see the rules plastered on the door or something like don't throw tissue paper in the toilet something like that baka sa nakasulat na don't throw the tables into the water baka they're like oh we can do this na parang water dispenser exactly exactly parang oh wala naman silang sinabi that you can't throw the water dispenser in the pool so that's what we're gonna do bro that's just that's bizarre why would you do that and yeah, I am. I, I mean, I feel for the owner and this and the the staff that's looking over the the resort because obviously they would have to answer to that as well, mm-hmm. ba? Yeah, there's a Damn, there's people say. Just... I mean, there's a lot of uh, call for you know these people should be you know held accountable. Oh, yeah, for I don't sure. know what charges sure. they would be. You know, I don't know what charges they would be pressed against. I mean, I don't know the which exact rule yeah. they broke, but they they definitely broke a rule. Uh, and just to oh, clarify yeah, as well, <laughs> the company, yung Semphil Shifsi, they declared in a statement na daw, but it was not an official event, right? So mm-mm, it was mm-mm. made by uh, some of the employees. It was a private deviation made by them. So, you know, they're, they're uh, well, in, in essence, they're clarifying that this was not a company event. And yeah. I read in some comments, I can't find any verification. Supposedly, these employees have been fired. So oh, at, wow. at, if oh, that's whoa. true, at least <laughs> my my thing, ano, man, rightfully so, man, because you're rep, you're representing the brand. Because yeah. if you see the pictures, I think there's a picture of floating around. They're wearing their uniforms, like in a group photo. Oh, okay. Uh, but I don't know if it was taken at the resort mismo. But these employees supposedly got fired, but I can't confirm mm-hmm. that as of now. But if they did, I think it's the right move, man. It seems like it seems pr- perfectly logical. You know, fuck around, find out, as they say. Yeah, Damn. that that's that's true. Actually, actually, I was just thinking about how did the company get intertwined in the whole situation? Because if it was just like a private, you know, event that they did, but then again, if you are working for a company, it would always be like something. You know what I mean? Na parang mm. kabit. Lagging nakakabit yan sayo, I guess. Yeah, you're representing plus, the brand. I mean, wherever. Even exactly. they, they even said that to us. Like, when as DJs at RX, mm-hmm. like, if we get in trouble, we hold the brand name. You know, mm-hmm. like, if we get arrested, anong headline? DJs RX. Exactly. <laughs> DJs RX nag, nagwala sa pansol. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> Ooh, that happened before. It did. It <laughs> Just did. kidding. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, oh my, this is just. A kerfuffle. Yeah. And I feel like the least, the least that they could do is to pay for the shit. Yeah. To pay for all of this. Because it's, because aside from the effort that they have to go through, like the staff and the owners that they would have to go through, you know, like contacting people to drain the pool and cleaning the resort, they would have to deal with money as well. Mm-hmm. So I feel like dapat may magbabayad. And if... You know what I mean? Like, if they can afford to rent this place, dapat afford nyo din na bayaran sila. This is just, this is just something else, dude. Yes. Hopefully, it's something that, hopefully they, they get the just, I mean, hopefully justice is, is put down in whatever exactly. form. Exactly. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I feel like even jail time is warranted. I don't know how much jail time you really deserve for doing this, but you, I feel like just to get the point across, like, there should be maybe, besides fines, you know, put them, you know, scare them a little. You know, give them a couple scare months. <laughs> you know, just, I mean, they did get fired, dude. Scare That's them a big straight. Thing. Scare them straight. Can you That's imagine, like your act, like these people who do these things, 
at this point, and I'm guessing that they've never had repercussions for these kinds of actions before. Like, why oh, yeah. would you know? What I mean, like, there it's not. You know, there's like the term God fearing. Like, they're not mm-hmm. f- afraid of any repercussions, which is so bizarre like we, we keep saying the word bizarre because it never in my mind would i ever think like exactly. this is a, a cool when you're thing an to adult do. when you're an adult you don't think of these things actually it's just even even actually let's say one of you guys in your group would do this thing one would actually say now another person would say no dude stop it yeah you know this is not something that we do but it seemed like nobody was stopping <laughs> them. That, they're like oh that looks so fun yo let me try <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man, that's crazy. Anyway, any more thoughts on this uh, Semfil shift employee fiasco at Pansol, Rika G? You know, Project X is a movie. Don't ever do that shit in real life. Project X was dope, though, huh? That was a dope-ass movie. (laughs) It was dope. It was cool, but it's a freaking movie, you guys. Don't ever do that in real life. Come on, man. All right, man. Uh, (laughs) Shall we wapow to our next TT? Wapow. Okay, we're talking about Lizzo. I know that this news came out uh, almost two weeks ago, but uh, we're going to kind of go back. And go over it because it was really hot, uh, really hot news. And also an update uh, involving Beyonce. We're going to be talking about what's going on with that. But let's start with the original issue with Lizzo, Rika G. And I know I sent this to you like the day that I heard about it. (laughs) And it is uh, not looking good for singer Lizzo. So if you, of course, you know Lizzo, she's got, I don't know, a bunch of hits, right? She's she's wildly popular uh, singer slash, does she rap? She does sometimes, I, right? She does sometimes, yeah. yeah. She's a but very popular she's, singer. She's, and she's a big advocate of, you know, like anti-body shaming yeah, body and loving your own body. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, the, the issue here is that some of her backup dancers had pressed charges against Lizzo and her management because of uh, a few things, all right? So the main things is, the main things are rather, is a toxic work environment uh, some dancers felt like they were being body shamed for their appearance. Uh, you know, they they were concerned that they thought that Lizzo and her team felt like they weren't in shape or in like they weren't fit enough or they weren't giving enough energy during the performance. And the other thing, which for me is the more concerning thing, is the stuff that happened after their shows when they would go out to say uh, like a club or something. And some mm-hmm. of the things that Lizzo made them do, which in which involve like bananas. It's it like literally they involve bananas. Uh, we're gonna kind of dissect that, but it started when one of the head dancers, her name is uh, Shirlene Quigley. So she came forward, and then multiple other dancers kind of supported her as well, saying a few things. Uh, the first was like during an uh, an appearance by Lizzo and her dance team at South by Southwest Music Festival. The singer and the choreographer later told that dancer, the main dancer, that mm-hmm. she seemed less committed to the role. Uh, but they did not specifically say that they were targeting her weight. But the 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 dance captain took it in a way like, oh, so am I not, you know, fit enough for you? So that was kind of the first. That's how things got rolling. But then it goes even deeper where they were going to clubs and they, Lizzo would take them to clubs where there were like topless performers, like women, topless performers. And, uh-huh. and, then, and then there was one other accusation that they, there was like a banana in the woman's vagina. And she okay. was forcing one of the dancers to like eat the banana out of the vagina. 
and Ooh. she declined like multiple times and and then she kind of got pressured into doing it so those are like the the Ooh. main big things that happen and and multiple things like you can look up the whole thing i don't think we, we have enough time yeah. to go there through were, all it there all were there were yeah, there were um, interviews from former dance members or dance troupe members where they would say that, where Lizzo would actually say that, you know, um, dancers would get fired for gaining weight. So something like that. And then when when the dancer would acknowledge that they did gain weight, like people would laugh at her. And, and yeah, a lot of those things, which is so bizarre because like we said, she is a big advocate of, you know, body positivity. And we all know that. And it was just such a problematic thing to do. And, but you know what? Here's the thing. Here's being uh, tw- uh, uh, 20 years on the internet. <laughs> it's just that uh, for me, do you think that she was canceled too quickly? Uh, yeah, well, in that regard, that's why I never put off judgment. Like, I never, yeah. I hold off, I hold off judgment until the actual courts, whatever, deal yeah. the, deal the, the final blow, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But the, yeah, I think that she shouldn't have been canceled right away because we don't know. We don't know what the final outcome is. Mm-hmm. What's mm-hmm. concerning is, though, is that there are multiple people coming out. Exactly. Like, if it was just yeah. one person. Maybe it could have, I, I, in my mind, I'd be like, maybe it's a disgruntled employee. Maybe she's trying to make money. I don't know. Like that, Those are the, mm. the, the things that come into my mind. But then there are instances of multiple people doing this. Unless there's some sort of, like, there's some sort of planned or coordinated attack on Lizzo. Um, like, I get they have something to gain, the dancers. But there are other people who, I think there was one, it was like one of their stage directors before, who supported the dancer. But she had nothing to gain from the the lawsuit because she wasn't yeah. even involved in the lawsuit, and she was standing with the dancers. So to me, mm-hmm. that's more of a telling sign, like, oh wow, this might actually be legit, right? So yeah, for me, I'm, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, but yeah, it, it's also not looking good for Lizzo. <laughs> it it is not looking good. It's just that for me, you know, it speaks more of their work environment, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not saying that obviously Lizzo had, obviously Lizzo had the power to like stop all of this and maybe, um, and maybe actually tell her employees that, Hey guys, you know, we shouldn't be laughing at people who are, you know, gaining weight and stuff like that. But it's just that for me, she also didn't, um, she also didn't decline because remember she did. Um, put out like a statement she on did. her Instagram. She did. Uh, on her Instagram, she was talking about like she's she's denying it, but also she's not apologizing. But there is a reason why she's not apologizing, right? Because if she mm. apologizes, that that means that she she's admitting guilt. She did it, right? Yeah, uh-huh. So it, you know, a lot of people in the comments of the of her statement are saying like, "Why aren't you apologizing?" But to me, it makes sense from Lizzo's team. Right. If you are yeah. Lizzo and if you're Lizzo's law team, you wouldn't you wouldn't apologize. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it, it, it's also it, it's not a very good. I didn't think it was a great statement to put out. I think she should have just kept quiet, if anything, because this this is this is like hard. <laughs> yeah. You know, honestly, when this all came out, I didn't really think of Lizzo as like, oh, kawawa naman si Lizzo or like, 
I didn't really think of people in this whole like scenario as as like individuals. Get mo ba? Kasi ang nakikita ko talaga is how deceptive like Hollywood is. Mm. Yun yung naisip ko na parang, bro, you cannot believe anything anymore that you see on TV or on the internet. Because, because through the years, nakikita natin si Lizzo, you know, would always stand up for, for what she believes in and everything. And then all of these allegations were brought up, which is so opposite to what she was fighting for. Yeah. Na parang naisip ko na, Shit, we really cannot believe Hollywood and the internet anymore. Like, alam mo yun, yun yun naisip ko talaga. It's not even like, oh, masama si Lizzo or something like that. It's really more of like, because because honestly for me, I feel like it's not just Lizzo na kind of like cultivating that kind of environment. Oh, definitely because not. Because we, we see it in the whole industry. We see, You see it left and right. Even the in the most minute production, you would see that type of shit. Yeah. It's a, it's a super superficial industry, right? Mm. And yeah. I, I, but the thing I really want to highlight here is because to me, the body shaming thing, I, 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 I found that more unbelievable. The you know like okay. I I I'd be like why would Lizzo do that right if she's all about body body positivity it seems mm. it seems outlandish when I first heard that that was the accusation but when I del- delved delved deeper into it it for me it's the other stuff that I feel like people kind of skip over because when when I was yeah, looking through all harassment. yeah because when I was looking through all Basically, the tweets yeah. and stuff everyone was saying oh look at not Lizzo body shaming her her uh, whatever. And the the because the, the 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 term that was used was less committed, so mm. to me that could be interpreted in a lot of ways. But what can't be misinterpreted is if the stories of the club incident. I think it was in Amsterdam where there were mm-hmm. nude performers and Lizzo was making them do stuff that they were uncomfortable with. That to oh. me is the the bigger oh, thing yeah. that that people kind of gloss heavier. over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to me, that is more of a reflection of wow, like she's kind of messed mm-hmm. up if this is true. And I mean, I know Lizzo is very, uh, what do you call that? Like open, like sexually open. You know what I mean? Like I remember mm-hmm. she was talking about, do you remember that interview she did with BT about BTS? Did you hear about that back in the day? No. She, she said like, what was it? Or maybe she said I like, forgotten. oh, I would like to have sex with all the BTS members. There's a video of her saying that. Right, right, right. right. And, and, and when you watch the video, like I get where she's coming from. BTS guys are hot, man. Like, but to say that out loud, it mm. seems very... It, it, you know, it's it's like you'd have to think about. I don't know. I would not say that out loud. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> I think. I think the it's also very uncomfortable to hear that from her because knowing that her audience, you know, it doesn't just range from adults and teenagers, and there's little kids listening to her, and and at the same time, the audience of BTS would also be a little bit, you know, on the younger side. I then I think that's why it's also very uncomfortable. Parang it's uncalled for. You know what I mean? Yung parang hindi siya, wala siya sa line of, you know, when people think about that that and BTS Yeah, and so stuff. to me, so, that's what I think people should be looking at. Like, if there's exactly, anything that comes out of this case, I totally agree. it should be, did she really do that? Because if she did, I totally agree. that is a big problem. And I think the, and I think that, you know, like, people who are accusing her and actually, um, like, um, what do you call this? Like they have a case against her. It's really more on the sexual harassment 
Mm. I feel like they would have more leverage when it comes to that because obviously that weighs that weighs much more heavier. And but I'm not saying that. Hindi ko naman like minamaliit din yung body shaming and everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I get where you're coming from. It's you know. Not a lot of people are, like, talking about it as well. Yeah, and some updates, further updates on this. Uh, last week, three more dancers actually came forward with their own separate accusations. We're not going to go through all that. But the, the the latest one, I think, from yesterday or two days ago, Beyonce. Beyonce was on mm-hmm. stage. And I think in one of Beyonce's songs, she there's, like, a Lizzo reference. I'm not really sure. But because the newer I rem- ones? Yeah, because I remember when it came out, when the first news came out, Beyonce didn't say Lizzo's name during like a performance when she was, you know, supposed to say Lizzo's name. I think she shouted out, she shouts out like a bunch of women in one of her songs mm-hmm. or performances. But this time, uh, two days ago, Beyonce actually said, uh, I love you, Lizzo, like during her stage performance. So in, you know, people will take that as she's on Lizzo's side. She's supporting Lizzo through all this. And I, I mean, I get it. I mean, it's her, it's her choice to like really, if she really be- is on Lizzo's side. But it also kind of raises questions like, wow, Beyonce is on Lizzo's side, which is kind of mm-hmm. a big deal because every a lot of people look up to Beyonce as well. You know, Beyonce is literally a queen bee to a lot of people. And oh, yeah, for and there, sure. And there we go. It goes back to ha- the whole Hollywood aspect of it. What's really happening, man? Beyonce has a lot <laughs> I know, of power. I feel like Beyonce has a lot of power. <laughs> and Beyonce can know everything. For real. With her power and money and her status. I feel like she knows something. They know something that the public Doesn't probably know. don't know. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Another thing that happened was Lizzo was dropped from the Super Bowl halftime show. Mm. And... I just feel like I feel like this move from from the Super Bowl halftime show people. I feel like it's just smart because you know they you know Lizzo is in a whole mess. Yeah. So for them to actually like drop Lizzo and maybe not wanting to be in that mess makes sense. Is, I mean, it's a it's a, it it's a financial move. Like people are gonna yeah. be angry if they kept her on the roster, even if let's say there's no verdict yet. It, it only makes sense. I mean, it happens to everyone. It happened to Johnny Depp. It happened to oh, yeah. anybody that's in a lawsuit. Like Jonathan Majors, right? Like with, with the mm-hmm. MCU, they barely promote him at all. I don't know. I think there's a verdictness of Jonathan Majors. I'm not sure. At least in one court case. But yeah, it, it just a, it's a it's a smart move on the NFL's part. But I guess we just have to wait and see, right? Like, because I I, I I like Lizzo, right? I mean, before all this came out, I like her music, man. I like what she stood for. Uh, she makes bangers, so we, it's just not looking good, in my opinion. It's not looking good, and it's also sad if you're a fan, and you know, especially if you're really behind her messaging. It's just heartbreaking to see, and you know, obviously, I feel for you know people who are speaking up because that's not an easy thing to do to actually speak up against your employer mm. and to have that risk to not be employed again. You know, there's always that risk and that's such a big move for them. So hopefully, hopefully we know the truth soon. I'm going to go on a Hollywood limb here and say that she's going to be fine. Like I know, like, you know what I mean? Like Mm. look at Chris Brown. (laughs) I mean, Chris Brown is thriving still. He's got millions of fans that are ride or die. And I think the Lizzo fans are like, I I feel like they're going to stick by her. I feel like she's going to release more music in the future and she will bounce back, which... He, here's here's I mean? how... 
Yeah, and here's how crazy Hollywood is, okay? We talked about how Doja Cat shitted on her fans one week. The next week, she drops an album and everybody's talking about her. <laughs> like she didn't just she didn't just shame her fans online. You know what I mean? Like that is so bizarre to me. Mm. <laughs> but you know what? Actually, in the middle of all of the the Lizzo stuff, I did come across this one tweet saying that if only we canceled male, you know, figures this easy. Mm. How come it's so easy for us to like cancel like a female artist who did something wrong or something like that? I'm and I'm guessing I mean like you brought up Chris Brown, even up to now, it's still such a mystery to me that he's still out there and people are still going to his concerts. Yeah, because after and- the Rihanna thing, right? Like that was really bad. He did more stuff, you know? He that's did what, more stuff. That's what I'm and like, the if same he stopped thing after to, the Rihanna oh thing, I could maybe be like, okay, he's changed and he, he made a no. really fucked up thing. But then he was throwing like stuff at in an interview. He's throwing chairs at whatever. And then there's a bunch more people coming forward about sexual uh, allegations. Like, it doesn't make exactly. sense that this guy is so popular still. <laughs> yeah, he makes good music, but come on, man. There's got to be a point where you're like, this is, I don't know. So we'll see, man. We'll see with Lizzo, huh? Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, I guess that brings us to our final titi, shall we? Wapow? Wapow. Uh, this one, I just uh, I just showed Rika this before recording. And then uh, she took the time to watch it because it was so interesting to her and to me and to a lot of people on the internet. Uh, let's talk about this, Rika G. Christelle Fulgar. You might know her. Uh, she's an actress. I actually, did, did you know who Christelle Fulgar was uh, before I No, actually, okay. I did not know. Uh, she's... She was like, a, she's a singer as well. And I remember watching her videos literally like six, seven years ago with CJ Navato. Like, I don't know if they were a real couple or they were like a love team, but they had a mm-hmm. bunch of videos together where they're singing duets. And there's just one video like, sobrang na aliwa. Like, they kept, they, I kept playing it over and over again. Uh, the name of the song is Pag Ibig Nakaya. Like, I was just watching, I, I liked their their duet. It was so cute. Parang kiniligaw when I was watching it. So that's how I know her. <laughs> but ever okay. since then, I hadn't heard from her ever again until yesterday or two days ago when this happened. So, Christelle Fulgar was set to host a fan meet for Korean pop star Seo Inguk. I, ho- I hope I'm saying that right. Maybe you could do it better, Rika Ji, because you, you took a little bit of Korean. Seo Inguk. I think so. So? I think it's just so. So Inguk. And she was, you know, she was chosen as the host because not only is she, well, a, a big YouTuber, but she is a super fan. Like this is, she's been, mm. she's, she was covering his song six or seven years ago and she can speak Korean. She actually learned Korean because she was so, you know, into the whole Korean culture. She actually knows how to speak yeah. Korean now. And she was selected as the host and she got there at 7 a.m. She made a vlog about it. And in her vlog, uh, she showed like her tech run her dry they call it dry run or tech run or Mm. tech rehearsal and then after the tech rehearsal the happenings were that she was actually removed last minute as the host for the fan meet and she spoke about it and she said that they actually decided to go with a different host in the last like two or three hours right before the fan meet and she was replaced by uh, Karen Bordador, who I don't yeah. know personally, but you know her, right? Because she was at RX when you were there. Yeah. Yeah. So I worked with her for a time. But yeah, so she was replaced with Karen Bordador. And here's the thing, just a clarification in case, in, in case you guys 
don't see the whole picture. She was already there. She already rehearsed. She's she was ready. But then and not just last minute, like the day before uh, the actual day. Right. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, she was there at 7 a.m. She was there at 7 a.m. They did the tech rehearsal and it seemed like the production staff did not like um, her energy. That's what she said. Na parang, um, low energy. Parang yeah. ganun. In the video, yung vlog, na, she shows clips. Oh, and oh. It, it, you can see naman that she's going at yeah. what I think is half speed, which is half. Yeah. Which is as event hosts, I mean, let I mean, I'll let you speak on your on your behalf. But for me, I do that all the time in local productions here, and especially and especially if there are a lot of lines to be to be um, practiced. Yeah, practiced. I feel like fifty percent, fifty percent is just the smart thing to do. Um, but then again, she was working with a Korean production staff and. I mean, ako, understandable if they have like different standards. It's just that in her words from her vlog, she said that she, they, they didn't even give her a second chance mm-hmm. to do it. And there are also a lot of questions to be raised because did they even tell her to give 100% during the tech rehearsal? Mm-hmm. Because if they did and she didn't still give 100%, then I kind of understand, but but from her words, they didn't give her um, a second chance. Because yeah. she talked to the production staff first. Na parang, um, can I do it again? You know, like the ba sinabi niya na parang I'll I'll do my best. I'll do better. Yeah. But yeah, it seemed like they said no. Just, I mean, they, they, they didn't, didn't cut even give her it. She didn't chance. cut it. Yeah. Because like you, there are times that I would I would give fifty percent on rehearsal. Because you're saving um, your voice. For me, I use it to save my your voice, voice, right? You're saving exactly. your voice, uh, and your usually, energy. yeah, your energy, and you're trying to just get through the whole thing so that you know the flow. Mm-hmm. Because at that point, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I don't know how this event went, but in most events, you're just trying to see like your blockings, where you're gonna go mm-hmm. up, when you're gonna go down, uh, pronunciation of names and whatnot. Uh, yeah. Like for if there's a lot of people going on stage, for example. So I totally understand why she was. And and she even mentioned it in her vlog. Like she's been in this industry for twenty years, and she's like that's the standard here in the Philippines, yeah. right? I usually guide to mga mga variety shows. Like I've been to variety mm-hmm. shows like before that actually starts taping, and they're not going full speed most. Of the, even the dancers, some of the dancers, like they're just doing the like. Oh the, yeah, pa, for pa, sure. Pa. You see One, that two, all three, the time. Four, five, six, seven, eight. Like they're not doing the full shebang right off mm-hmm. the bat. Because you know energy conservation and blockings, just you're just trying to figure out that what's going on. Uh, so, uh, man, I, I felt really bad for her. But I felt know. really bad for her. Also, when we were talking about this, you know, before recording, I just honestly refuse to make this the normal thing. Mm. I, you know what I mean? I just refuse to accept that this is just how it is. I feel like this is something specific to maybe this production staff I would like to say kasi parang ako hindi ako makapaniwala that if if all of the let's say Korean production staff would be like this but hindi ako makakapaniwala talaga because it's just honestly for me 
aside from the host obviously being a professional, the production staff should also be a professional, meaning that they should also have confidence in the host that they hired in the first place. Yeah, that to me is also, I was like, they got her for a reason. Not only because she's a exactly. fan. They must have studied her hosting because she's hosted on TV, I'm pretty sure. I don't know that for a fact, yeah. but I'm going to guess that she's at least... Once or twice, she has videos of her online hosting for, mm-hmm. I don't know, like and at Bulaga or whatever, ASAP. I don't know what channel she was affiliated with. And here's the thing. If, if let's say, they did fail to do their their uh, homework mm-hmm. and they hired someone who, let's say, not up to their standards, it's not, you know what I mean? Parang feeling ko, hindi siya entirely fault ng ng host that they hired because yeah. they should have done their homework and if they did and they dun palang sa hiring process um okay na siya sa standard nila and they hired her and then at the last minute they didn't want her that's that honestly for me speaks a lot about the production staff yeah and people are you know in the comment section of all these videos because <clears throat> i was discussing is it like a culture culture thing Right, because mm. uh, all the comments are saying "ganyan talaga yung mga Korean productions," and you know I have a little yeah. bit of an anecdote uh, to go along with that. So I've hosted two Korean themed or theme by mm-hmm. Korean events here. I, I don't I don't know if they're like Korean events. I don't know if that's the right term, but I hosted a fan meet for this guy named Im Hyun Shik. Right, Im Hyun Shik, who's a he's a part of, he was part of a, a really big K-pop group, um, and but he was doing like a solo thing. <clears throat> and I remember when I was there, the the stage director guy, the Korean guy from the Korean end of things, was like literally always next to me saying, make sure, like he was saying in Korean, but the translator would tell me, oh, he just wants you to make sure that you are alive and lively mm. and whatever. So from the start, nah, I was like, okay, I know, like they want to see me do that during the dry run. I don't know if Christelle yeah. got that same courtesy. I don't know if it's a courtesy, but I don't know if she got the mm-hmm. same instruction, right? Like you said, Karina, if she was told to give 100% from the start, then I think she would have. But yeah, I feel like she would have. And knowing that, knowing that, you know, she's a fan as well, she knows that she has to give 100%. It just seemed like, it seemed like she wasn't given that courtesy or, you know, that chance. Yeah, because I was told literally five or six times. And it was so mm. funny because I had the translator, right? I had like two translators, a Filipino one and a and a Korean guy who could speak Tagalog. Mm. And the, the the stage guy or the director, was say, he, he spoke for like a minute long, right? He's speaking Korean. Right. I was like looking at him. I thought he was mad at something. But then at the end, <laughs> after that one minute speech, the translator's like, oh, he just wants you to be lively. It's like he said all of that yeah. in one minute. He must yeah. have said more yeah. stuff, right? Uh, so for me, I was like, okay, I got to do this. And then when I did a, a press con for uh, Tiffany Young, uh, Girls' Generation mm-hmm. Tiffany Young, that one's a little different because it's a press con. But I remember them being very, very... Uh, precise like they wanted me to yeah. be very precise and I think that is where the the shift like that's why maybe they expected her to be like that like yeah. from the start and you know like maybe Christelle should have known that I don't know if she should have known that because no she, but I don't think you're supposed to yeah because, that's what I'm saying she, you know, she, she's not we're she, all professionals here yeah. and you should be able to say what you want from a production you know, in a in a in a professional way, I communicate it in a better way. I feel like I I, but I agree. I agree. Like they, if they, I mean, they shouldn't have yeah. just been like no. 
Like, oh, you're done. Like, you have no more chance. <laughs> uh, and just to add to that, so there's a local, like, so obviously there's the Korean team, but then there's the local team. The local team is actually from Pampanga. Uh, the name of mm. the events company is Epic Events. So they released a statement, right, on Facebook saying, uh, let me just read some of it. We would like to thank Christelle for her professionalism and being a class act mm-hmm. all throughout. She was there at 7 a.m. for rehearsals and gave positive energy to everyone. We exhausted all efforts to have her part of the program, even to just have a song or a duet. But the decision to have her no longer host was not from Epic Events' end. Uh, so Mm-mm. it was from the Korean prod team's end. And then they just said thank you for being you know, respectful. And she was really like, it, it was really classy, like how she acted, I would say, like based on her vlog. You know, and she, even her vlog is very, yeah, yeah. you know, it, it was more on the positive side. Obviously, still still addressing the whole issue. But it ended with her interaction with So In Guk, you know, with, you know, taking photos and actually talking to him. And you can see that she's really into the whole thing. Yeah, she you was know, so, she she was so sweet. Korean I've never heard of this guy, but I'm in love with him because know, he's so sweet to I know. her. Can you imagine? We, we, we all know, you know, like, don't peek behind the curtain. But... She did, and it just seemed like she, he's such a nice um, person to be with. And plus, if you're a fan, parang siya lang makita na. He genuinely know. felt like like sorry. He, he's like, I heard about yeah. what happened, and like, I'm sorry. He didn't. I don't know if he said I'm sorry, but he's like, like, are you? He even asked, are you okay? Like to mm-hmm. me, that that is such a like what a, if you're gonna pick somebody to stand, she picked the right person, is what I'm saying. Oh like, yeah, for sure. Galing, sure. and they did a duet together. So, you know, at least my silver lining, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. at least that happened. Because I can't imagine, bro, being removed. Because for me, I, I I went on a deep dive off her YouTube. She loves this guy. Yeah. Like, this is her RM for you. And for me, it's like Vince Carter, like my basketball player. Like, he's yeah. my, this is my Vince Carter. But you could see that she's like a big fan because even So In Guk was um, reminiscing on her previous vlogs that she did mm-hmm. while watching her concerts. Yeah, and she, and, and she interviewed him, I think, online before and he remembered that. Grabe. If, if I were the fan, I wouldn't even be able to talk and... <laughs> For her to be in such a professional setting and then getting that bad news as well. Feeling ko nga, feeling ko, if I were this person, um, to get bad news na hindi na ako mag-host, I wouldn't be able to face, like, <laughs> yung, ano ko, yung idol ko, but, I would you know. Cry. Like, I, I, I think I would, I would cry. cry. I would cry hard, like, and I would be so angry. And it seemed like, Bro. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm sure there's anger involved, I, I'm sure, but to, to, to kind of bu- not to like push that aside and just like mm-hmm. kind of do what else like I mean they gave her the opportunity and she was able to like maximize it at least yeah because I don't and, know I'd be distraught me, man I would be distraught oh like, yeah wow for sure really but you for guys me di- got me yeah like like I said for me parang it was it's this is such a unique thing also a unique experience and a bizarre experience as well because for me for for somebody to um, be replaced all of a sudden, I feel like you would have done something awful, so uncalled for, so awful that they would actually have to replace you. Pero such a minute thing as actually in the rehearsal, we didn't see your full 100%. It was just a little weird for me. Yeah. It's, it's, Sobra. Uh, it's, it's, not, it's not cool. It's not cool. I think it's not cool eh, what they did, bro. Yeah. 
And I Damn. know there's going to be people that are like, oh, well, she should have, you know, given her 100% from the start. I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, I, I would be mm-hmm. on, like, I'm on her side in terms of she even offered to do it again. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, and oh if that, my, that's right. And then they didn't weird. let her. They didn't let her. That's the thing that's I feel like is a little bit messed up. Oh my, na parang you didn't even want to see her do it again, right? That's knowing that, that she's a that huge fan. She can speak exactly. Korean, right? Like which she makes me think that parang did, yeah. Which makes me think that parang did they not want her in the first place? I don't know, man. <laughs> it's so yeah, and it's just so strange. And just for to kind of yeah. touch on that now, so Karen Bordador came in, and uh, you know, mm. according to comments, she did a great job. But apparently oh, yeah, yeah. people are also bashing Karen because they're saying like, oh, how did you get ready in time? I just want to, you know, just to defend Karen. I don't think she wanted any of like she she was not like she just got a job. Yeah, she just got the job, <laughs> man. Like you're, exactly. you can't turn that down. It's a great opportunity. And I think uh, from what my understanding is, Karen did an event for that company before that. Mm-mm-mm. So like she was already kind of at least they knew her like she 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 had. You know, history that history with that company and, already, right? So, and in her defense, she is a professional host. She was on radio, and you, f- for you to be a professional host, you need to be doing something like that in a snap. Yeah. Okay. Within a day, she's, she's a professional can do that. So it's not it's not something weird. Na parang oh, bakit ready na siya? Because a professional can do that. Okay. So if anything, um, though, there's if there's any blame, like I'm not saying you should throw blame. I'm just saying if there's any blame, it should just be the miscommunication from the Korean side of things, like the Korean team, because they they're the ones who made the final call. Like as mm. we already said, the epic events from Pampanga, they 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 tried their best to get her Crystal into the program in any shape or form. So yeah, that's that's just the final say on that, right? Uh, Kawawa, bro. Like, I, dude, I watched that video like three times. I, I wa- would be so disappointed. I literally, I was kind of tearing up, man. I was kind of tearing up. I was like, dude, I feel, I feel for you because yeah. not just as a host, but as a fan of somebody, like, this is the chance to host something for literally, I'm guessing for her, her biggest mm-hmm. idol in the world. Sakit nun, man. Sakit. It hurts. And for you, and for somebody who would be, let's say somebody out there is listening who's working as a professional host, events host in the Philippines, it's like something that you have to think about mm. now. Yeah. Na parang, shit, pwede na bang, nangyayari na ba yun? Na parang they can just change the host all uh-huh. of a sudden within the day? Na parang it's another stressful thing that you have to think about because when you're a professional host, obviously there's rehearsal, there's... The thing that you, you know, your outfit mm-hmm. and, you know, pronunciation of names and everything. You have to think about a million different things. And then dadagdag pato. I feel like it's just, it shouldn't be a normal thing. Yeah. If there's anyone Honestly. that does host or, or like anyone that's aspiring host, what just, you know, I said I do 50% like usually when I do events. I But I do mm-hmm. ask. Huh? I always ask first. I say like, oh, uh, do I say... Uh, do we do a uh, full speed na ba one hundred percent or can I or or half speed lang? I always ask. Uh, yeah. Uh, just just you know I'm not saying like you have the right to do fifty percent all the time. I'm just saying if you're gonna do it, ask beforehand because sometimes they do really want to see like the whole shebang. Like they really want to see. For sure. So just just to let you everyone know, I'm not saying that it's always the standard, but to ask ahead of time. And I don't think Christelle was given that opportunity. But mm-hmm. I don't know if she you asked. See, I don't would've... know if like, they told her, right? So, you know. True. I think it's a matter of miscommunication. Nah, 100%. Or, 
or not just miscommunication, but not communicating. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think we, ra- yeah. we wrapped that up pretty well, man. I think that's... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So let us know your thoughts. Wapow. We are done for Wapow. this mix. Uh, we are going to record Electrica in a bit, and that's going to come out yes. to tie you over to the next mix. So uh, rest assured, we got some emails after our last Electrica recording, so we will have emails. Uh, Rika posted something on our IG, which uh, was a pretty cool discussion about like rewatching. So you talked about Friends, how that's like your yearly rewatch. So we'll mm-hmm. read some of those answers as well. Uh, but if you ever want to be part of you know the discussion, whether it's with the regular mixes or with Electrica mixes, uh, follow us online. Where can they find us? Yeah, it's the Halo Halo Show everywhere except on Instagram. And guys, please join our Facebook group because there is a bunch of things that we talk about on the podcast that's part of the Facebook group. And sometimes, you know, there's a lot of miscommunication and people not understanding what we're talking about. Mm. Someone posted Yashi um, Pressman single now, bro. Oh, <laughs> Pero kalaban ko si Pounds, Sandro, Sandro, Sandro Marcos daw kalaban ko, bro. So, anong gagawin ko, bro? What am I gonna do, ma'am? Uh, ta, ano, giveaway na lang, oh, di ba? Sandro, it's all. Go ahead, man. Uh, <laughs> you got it, bro. <laughs> but it's the Halo Halo Show Lecha Fam on Facebook. So, please join the Facebook group if you guys wanna get in on the discussion. And see you in the Lecha Ka. Yeah, and also on IG, Halo Halo Show. Alright, Halo Halo Show. Yes. Uh, that's it. An extra song. Halal show. Bye. Later. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary Freaknik: The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.